Thanks for joining us for another Smart Driving Cars podcast. This edition is sponsored by the Smart ETFs, Smart Transportation and Technology ETF, symbol MOTO. For more information, head to MOTOETF.com. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with the Faculty Chair of Autonomous Vehicle Engineering at Princeton University, Alan Kornhauser. Hi again, Alan. Hey, good afternoon, Fred. Good afternoon, and we are fortunate to have with us in this edition, Russ Mitchell, who covers the auto industry for the Los Angeles Times. Great to see you again, Russ. Uh, great to see both of you. Yeah, great having you, Russ. Thank you. And the top story this week, Tesla. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration announced this week that it has opened an investigation into a series of crashes in which Tesla cars on autopilot or other self-driving features crashed into emergency vehicles. Russ, this is an issue you've been talking about, we've been talking about, and so have others really for some time. Right. Yeah, the uh, investigation involves uh, 11 crashes into uh, police cars uh, and uh, fire trucks mainly. And I think that there was a uh, uh, some state's Department of Transportation vehicle in there. So you can't just say fire trucks and police cars. But 11 of those with 17 injuries and one death. Um, and they're looking into that to uh, 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 find out uh, what they can learn about chiefly, according to their statements, uh, driver monitoring systems and autopilot performance and uh, how much uh, the uh, driver themselves is uh, responsible. Uh, these crashes uh, involved injuries, even a fatality. This is serious stuff here. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, uh, the uh, people who uh, defend Tesla in these kind of matters point out that uh, people are dying on the highways every day. This is true, uh, but the uh, these uh, safety technologies are being billed as a way to uh, uh, stop accidents or make accidents less severe, uh, give people more warnings. They're not supposed to be the, uh, the cause of accidents. So is there some commonality here that uh, these incidents have all have something in common that uh, and that's where the breakdown is is happening that uh, when when there are emergency vehicles on the road that for, for one reason or another autopilot isn't seeing them properly is that the idea well apparently i i you know i confess i've looked at a few of these um crashes in detail i haven't looked at all of them in detail uh uh, the uh, investigation, of course, is going to to do that. Uh, at least one of these uh, was, was studied by the National Transportation Safety Board. It was a uh, situation in 2018 in Culver City near Los Angeles, uh, where a Tesla crashed into the back of a uh, fire truck that had been stopped on uh, on the road with uh, just partly um, parked into the uh, HOV lane. Uh, with lights flashing and uh, cones out there uh, to deal with another accident. And a Tesla on autopilot hit that. Uh, all of these accidents involved autopilot. That's the, the, the common thread. Um, what actually caused those crashes is subject to you know, analysis and speculation. Uh, we're all looking forward to, to see what, uh, what NHTSA finds. Um, one of the uh, issues is why the uh, automatic emergency braking uh, 
in at least several of these cases, if not all of these cases, uh, was was not engaged before the crash. Uh, that's one of the features at uh, Tesla markets. And uh, in the uh, Culver City crash, for instance, the one I'm most familiar with, uh, there was no braking autopilot or uh, did not brake. The automatic emergency braking system apparently uh, did not kick in. And, uh, and so you had a, a car crash into a fire truck. Luckily, in that case, nobody was injured. Alan, those are the magic words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are those are my magic words. And and looking at these, uh, going all the way back to the Joshua Brown crash, sort of the the initial. I don't know if it was the initial, but uh, the first sort of broadly public publicized Tesla crash, uh, in which uh, Joshua Brown is, uh, you know, is a is a happy camper using his Tesla. Uh, is a real fan of autopilot of, of, of the Tesla and, and, and is, I don't know, he's going from his sister's place to who knows where, whatever in Florida on a, on a calm afternoon, you know, beautiful day, uh, four lane divided highway and all of a sudden gets decapitated. Uh, because, uh, because of course, the car, the Tesla, then ran under uh, a a broadside tractor trailer, and um, and of course uh, he didn't he didn't fit underneath, and he got decapitated, and the the Tesla didn't break, it just kept going. Now, what he was doing before that, whether he was watching a video watching his phone asleep in the back. Well, he couldn't have been in the back seat because he would have made it if he was sleeping in the back seat. Uh, you know, who knows? But then from that moment on, it sort of struck me, my goodness, there's, there's an object stationary ahead in front of you. It seems to me that, that any sort of system that is designed to drive for you uh, even just part of the way, if not, hey, full self-driving all the way from, as I like to say, the watering hole to my bedroom. I mean, you know, that would be, you know, the first thing it should do is not crash into things ahead. I mean, you know, it's looking at, it should not crash into, I mean, sure, if a boulder rolls down from the hillside and plunks itself, or I recently hit a deer that jumped out of nowhere, I never saw it, but boom, I mean, you know, there's not a darn thing, you know, and Isaac Newton and apples wouldn't have helped me, the physics can't help me so yeah, sure but these aren't these situation in, in the joshua brown i mean for for seconds ahead these things i believe or at least talk about speculation i believe sees these things but for some reason the code in the algorithm says forget about it it's really not there it's if, a mirage it's fooled huh? the breaking system is on at all well, uh, my understanding, my, my understanding of the automated emergency braking systems is that those things are supposed to be on all the time. Now, some manufacturer may be so, um, let's say, afraid of false alarms, uh, false positives and false negatives, that it actually turns it off after a certain speed. So I guess we got to dig down the manual and look at the details or whatever and see when the hell is the damn thing on and off. I, I think well, I know one crash, thing. The Uber crash, the Uber crash 
Yeah, look it, at the it, Uber, right? They turned it, it off. So they right. killed the pedestrian in Arizona. Yeah, right. right. They right. they turned it off. Why? Because of the because 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 of the false positives or false negatives got them to a point where reliably they didn't know that the thing was real or not real. Is it a mirage or not? And that, that's fine. But it seems to me that before you start saying, hey, man, I'm so good, I'm going to do full self-driving. Holy mackerel, you better get the automated emergency braking system to be beautiful. Oh. I mean, let's let's not put the cart before the horse on this thing or let's not try to do the four minute mile before we can even crawl. This is the crawl piece. And, and I think in, in sort of the 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 conceptual design of all these things you know and maybe hopefully NHTSA will come in darn it guys if you want to put it or gals you want to put any of these systems in any of these vehicles you've got to do the automated emergency braking system on all the time and have it work right, right. and not be confused and yeah. not yeah, sure we're going to have some false positives some false negatives nothing is perfect but darn it Bring that darn thing in. Yeah. Why do you think they don't? Why do you think they don't insist on it? Not, not sexy. I mean, you know, you're asking me to speculate. It's, I know. You know, oh, I, you, know, you think Tesla is going to sell a bunch of cars if, ooh, I can do automated emergency braking, as opposed to, man, I can take you home full self-driving. You can rent your car out. You can get revenue stream to make you rich guy and whatever. Are you kidding me? Uh, tell me what, what, would, what would the madman pitch on this thing? What would Madison Avenue pitch? Talk to me here, Russ. I mean... <laughs> But they really can't uh, yeah. do. They really can't do that uh, self-driving or anything close to it without having automatic emergency braking that truly works. That's what I would think. Look, in the backup systems, you know, originally, you know, they, people said, "Just give me a camera, and then I won't run over the kid that's behind me when I'm backing up." Okay, but everybody knew. Hey, if you're not going to look at the rear view mirror, you're not going to look at the camera either. Okay. So they said, okay, what we'll do is we'll put a radar or whatever image processing back there and we'll sense it. And if there's anything there, we're going to apply the brakes. Okay. And they do, they do there. Yeah. They do that. Why? Because they're going like five miles an hour or something, not very fast. Two, what what's the downside killing a kid whoa you don't want to do that and 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 three you know what's the big deal it stopped when i'm backing up no no driver even on a false alarm no owner is going to go run back to the dealer and say take it back it's a lemon okay well my but neighbor i was just yeah. talking to my neighbor yesterday uh they bought a new uh nissan leaf yeah and put their bike rack on the back yeah. and put a bicycle on yeah Keep stopping and she can't figure out how to turn it off. She'll try to back up the car, but it sees the bicycle and it puts the brakes on. I would hope yeah. so. <laughs> well, but okay. That, that, okay. So maybe she, well, yeah. <laughs> maybe she needs to need a roof rack. But I, I think what she should do is say that, that that is really good of the Nissan because darn it, you know, you, 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 you don't want it to be really smart. Right. Okay. I mean, you want it to be really fundamental. Stop. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, 
put your bike, if you're going to, I mean, why are you taking a car, a bike on a car? Why don't you just bike from home? Never mind. I don't even want to go. Don't get me on that one, Russ. There's people who do drive 20, 30 miles or more to bring the bike along and to ride somewhere else. Sure, (laughs) sure. I I don't know, but. You're clearly not a bicyclist. (laughs) No, my wife won't let me because she knows I, I can't, I have no balance and I'll kill myself out there or Fred will kill me or I don't know. <laughs> Let me ask you this, uh, Alan and, yeah. and, and Russ. Why is Tesla the one being investigated? Because th- there are so many other vehicle makers that have automatic emergency braking. Why is Tesla the one that we're focused on here with a, with a problem? Well, I, you know, if I if I can jump in, or maybe Russ well, is frozen. Yeah, yeah. No, go, ahead. I think, go ahead. I mean, I, go ahead, Russ. Yeah. No, you yeah. go first. Well, I mean, I I think here is is, is they they are in the unfortunate position of 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 having you know of having touted this other thing that is in a sense it's an ancillary piece of this. Because when your automated emergency braking system disregards an object ahead and you're not, you don't have an autopilot, guess what you're doing in the car? You're paying attention. Okay. If you really haven't paid attention up to this point in time, if you really look for your phone on the, on the floor, if you really are picking your nose or humped in the back seat, you've already died. You've already crashed. Okay. Now, you know, you're done, but you're there paying attention. So you, when, when the car in front of you clears and all of a sudden there's a, there's a stop fire truck with, with lights flashing, you see it, you hit the brakes. Right. Right. Part of the problem is that to me, and a lot of critics uh, mention this and it makes sense to me, that uh, this product, despite what the legal fine print says, despite what the manual says, whether people read it or not is a different question. Um, This thing has been marketed as a self-driving technology. Uh, When it comes to uh, dealing with regulatory agencies, Tesla makes clear that it's not, Uh, but at the same time, and he apparently has stopped doing it recently, but Elon Musk, for years was showing this technology off with his hands in the air and a smile on his face and calling it autopilot. And I always got something called, at least with autopilot, you know, you, you might be stretching the term, but with full self-driving technology for something that isn't anywhere close to full self-driving, it seems to me that uh, the general public, a lot of Tesla fans will say they understand what's going on here. But I've talked to so many people that said they think Tesla's driving themselves, people with autopilots as my car drives itself. And uh, this has given people a false impression of what the car can do. So of course they're not paying attention. And then you get into the whole driver monitoring system thing where Tesla has very weak driver monitoring technology uh, that would get in the way of people thinking that it's a self-driving car. Yeah, and I think the other piece of it, even going beyond that, is that the way that it's been presented, it's allowed the few who then say, oh, my goodness, I can even do better. Or, you know, I can put on fake glasses that will think that I'm looking, my eyes are on the road and, and do all this 
goofy stuff to somehow either get, you know, five minutes of fame or five seconds of fame or who knows what. It's it's like a feeding frenzy with this. Oh, I'll be able to go on Twitter and I'll show my video and what to do and do do and do do as opposed to as opposed to coming out and saying, hey, look, this is a really good system. In fact, if it's used properly, it probably is safer. It right. probably will extend your life. It'll yeah. make your life better. You'll be more comfortable, but darn it, cool it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Be responsible. That's what be an adult in the room here, not a, hey, you're going to do ba da da. Yeah. Well, you know, in terms of the also paying attention to the driver monitoring, uh, I was just uh, trading emails with a guy named. Uh, I don't know if it's Colin or Colin, because I've never heard it pronounced, uh, Barndon, who uh, uh, works for Semicast Research. And to my knowledge, has uh, done more market research on driver monitoring systems than anybody. And uh, he notes that Tesla just a few months ago started using its in-car camera to do driver monitoring. Um, But uh, he, he said that it's nowhere close to the companies that have been working for decades on these uh, driver monitoring systems uh, that can tell where not only where you're uh, whether you're you're looking at the road or not, but what your whether your your eyes are facing the road, but the angle of your eyes, uh, no matter how light or dark it is, because they use infrared. Uh, Tesla's got a very crude version that he says is a science project version of uh, driver monitoring. So there's no. There's apparently, and I, I invite Elon Musk or any representative of Tesla uh, to come on your yeah. program or talk to me at the LA Times, and we can talk about this. And if if uh, you know if this is wrong, let us know. But right now, it looks like they're, uh, in Colin Barton's word, the driver monitoring system in a Tesla is a joke. Look, people, people in psychology have done research on eye tracking for years in situations other than just driver monitoring. I mean, sure. the fact of, of having a camera focused on the pupil, on the eye, on the, on the eye motion, on the gaze and all that. So there's, a, there's a ton of literature on this thing. It is a very mature science. What, and, and, and Russ, I hope Tesla comes on and talks to you and tells you, hey, we've, we've gone through all that. We've hired all the experts and done it well or whatever. I don't know, but you know, they... They likely haven't. The other thing I'd like them to come on is to say, look, in your code, in your automated emergency braking systems, when is it on? When do you turn it off? And what does it do when it senses an object stationary ahead? And please explain to us how a car going 25 miles an hour can hit a tree. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Uh, understood it's not in a lane, it's on a lawn. Okay. Right. Or how does a car at a at, at a diverge point like go straight and hit a boulder? Right. Or right. how does it hit a the the butt end of a jersey barrier? Yeah. You know, in in the one in the one Wang, I think it was his crash in California. Okay. The striping was horrendous. Okay. 
it, it was probably illegal if there is legal or illegal striping done by California DOT because it's supposed to have cross hatching and it didn't. And yeah, sure enough, some crash, you know, two weeks or whatever earlier took out the barrier and they hadn't replaced it. Right. Fine. But why did a Tesla just go into, continue on, not hit the brakes? Why did the emergency braking system take over? Did you have it turned off? How how closely do I have to read the manual Mm -hmm. for me to find that on page 982, subchapter 6, 42, whatever, to find that? Please, I'm a customer. Customers don't read that stuff. Yeah. We expect we expect the product manufacturer to you know to, to think about us and at least hey warn us yo watch out for that one. Or- well, you, can't, you can't you can't become the richest person or the second richest person on earth by making safety your number one priority. Yeah, it should be. Look look how much is he going to lose? Hey, he's going to lose more by this. Well, I don't know. Got, he's got to do it with one of his other companies, SpaceX. That's for sure. Well, well, I think with SpaceX, he's really con- he's really concerned about it, and, and and that's good. But why not with this? Why does he's he have a, to oversell it? I, huh? That's a good question. Why? He's got a woman named uh, Gwen Shotwell who runs SpaceX, and she, yeah. by all all appearances, is great. And uh, for, for, from from everyone I've talked to, is yeah really excellent and why he gets along with her and lets her run the company the way she does, but can't do the same at Tesla. I don't know. I'd like to ask him that too. Yeah. I, I yeah, please. I think ask him and guess what, you know, he should, he should be, look, he always touts the fact that, that, that autopilot is safer when you do all the addition and whatever than the others. I sort of believe him in net. But he could do so much better. Right. He could right. do so much better to get, you know, all the people who sort of go off and left field with him or or or, or take it too strongly and, and just 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 be a, a little bit more responsible here. This but is his customers. They're making their profits on environment on uh, uh, environmental <laughs> credits and on full self-driving, which doesn't exist. Um they're not making it on the rest of the company. That's where their profits are coming from. So if you muddy the waters uh, and you pretend something or let people lead people to believe that something can do you know more than it does, then you'll pay ten thousand dollars for it. If he's on, if he's out there responsibly telling people, look, a lot of you people are are abusing this. You need to pay full attention. In fact, I would argue that. And a system like this, you have to pay even more attention. And then you start wondering what the benefit is. You have to pay more attention because not only do you have to pay attention to the road, you have to pay attention to how the robot driver is driving and then react to how the robot driver is reacting to the road. So that puts even more uh, focus on the, the uh, driver. But uh, you hear none of that coming from Tesla. You, you, hear, you hear none of that. I, but, you know, just to do the other piece, I think these systems do make it a little easier. It steers you around the corner. It, it keeps you from having to watch the speedometer to see if you're excessively speeding. But, but again, why, do, why should it let you set the speed at such an excessive speed? I mean, 
Come yeah. on. It should never let you 14 max over the speed limit. It knows what the speed limit is. Okay. It shouldn't I've allow you to, huh? I've, I've tried super cruise. I've tried autopilot several yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, if you, with autopilot, if you pay attention, um, uh, it does. It does a great job until it doesn't. But until it, it doesn't, but, yeah. <laughs> but it does. But it does. I mean, it makes for especially when there's slow moving freeway traffic. Uh, that's not bumper to bumper, but it's kind yeah, of just yeah. slow moving. You know, 30, yeah. 40, 50 miles an hour. It is a great stress uh, reliever. Yeah, but you I, pay attention. Yeah, there have been stories car, as well about uh, some people claim it saved their life and this, you know. Yeah, I'm sure there and, are. Of course there are. There probably are. And, and that's why I agree. Like, likely in the net, it probably is net ahead. The problem is, is it's gain and it's lost. And there's no reason for the loss. They yeah. could chop off. They could chop off the bottom piece on this thing and be even greater. And And why? And all they have to do to me is go back to the automated emergency braking system, make that work, mm -hmm. make sure that you don't have false positives and false negatives, make yeah. sure that indeed you can pass under over to the left or to the right of an object that's ahead. It has nothing to do with whether or not it's flashing or not. I, I think that's, that's, that's a red herring. Of, of course it saw those things, just like Uber saw Elaine Herzberg seven, six seconds before it hit her. They right. just weren't sure what it was, didn't think it was, did da do, restarted, da da da, threw it away, ba ba boom, bam. By right. that time it's too late. And if yep. you get yourself into a situation in which, oh my goodness, things may go south, why wait until 1.6 seconds before collision? to execute the automated emergency braking system, strap yourself down, close the window, make sure the engine doesn't come through your legs, throw everything, screech, cool it, you know, tap the brake, slow down. Yeah. Okay, check it out. Give yourself, take a breath, okay? Give yourself a chance. Right. And if the, if the driver says, oh my goodness, I, I'm not a very good driver. I, I just drove from Maine to Princeton. I mean, you know, George Washington Bridge and everything. I mean, talk about total hell. I mean, <laughs> how many times was I yelling and screaming at the other stupid drivers around me and, and you know, and then thought I saw something and hit something and whatever, you know, and so, it happens. Okay. And just because maybe an, an autopilot or an automated does a little bit of that, don't get all upset about that. It's just trying to save your life. Yeah. Okay. Damn it. And it should err on the side of saving your life. Shouldn't right. it? I mean, what do we want to do? All die, Russ? Talk to me here. <laughs> no, I am a I am a big proponent of these technologies. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know, and it's a shame we're down this road with all this, you know, thrown that you're bad. You're come on, Elon, cool it, turn around. Be a little bit more respectful and 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 then and be a little bit more humble on this whole thing. He's gonna have he, what's tomorrow technology or AI technology day or something at Tesla. What's he gonna tell us? He's right. gonna tell us not Tesla can drive us to Mars or something with its new AI of the do boo but the do. I don't know. I can't wait to I haven't found the streaming link to that one, but um, there, isn't, there isn't one yet. 
There isn't one yet. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm, you get I'm a Russ, send it to me. I'll do that. Uh, you know, I'm wondering. I mean, look, first of all, I mean, if the if you don't understand what the AI is really doing, you got to be careful. And guess what? Guess what isn't perfect? <laughs> guess what isn't perfect? Okay. Russ, you're perfect. Fred's perfect. AI is not. Right. I mean, everything is a probabilistic estimate. Guess what? None of those probabilities are one. Right. Okay. Sure. <sighs> Kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tap the brakes here for just a <laughs> <Okay>. second. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be back with more. But first, this is a good time to remind you about our sponsor, the Smart ETFs, Smart Transportation and Technology ETF. The symbol is MOTO, and you can get more info by heading to MOTOETF.com. On the website, look for a white paper. It's called The Smart Transportation Revolution. It's under the Insights and News tab. Some great information there to help you make informed decisions about investing. ETFs can be a smart way to spread risk with investments and focus on a particular category of stocks. The website, again, is MOTOETF.com. We're back with more of the Smart Driving Cars podcast and our guest, Russ Mitchell of the LA Times. Russ, NHTSA emailed a statement to reporters on Monday as well, addressing the issue of self-driving vehicles. Uh, I assume you were on that list? Yes. Tell, tell us about that. Oh, they just uh, um, basically reiterated what was in their... Uh, uh, Office of, of uh, Defect Investigation report just outlining outlining uh, what it was they're looking at, why they were looking at it. Also included the phrase, which wasn't in the original report, that uh, no, there are no self-driving cars for sale. Uh, in the, that that in was the, the emphasis, <laughs> I suppose. That's, yeah. That's yeah I, uh, when when do you think the the, the first really full selfing drive uh, driving car will be for sale do you have any guess russ i think it's gonna be well for sale it's, I, I i think they're going to be cars that operate in you know restricted uh, uh yeah. operational domains before too long but in terms of general uh level five even level four um cars for sale to the average human being it's gonna be many years well what what i the question i would like people to ask is that when do you think could you'll be, be, able, could be uh, anyway. yeah, yeah well you know when do you think you'll be able when you buy your your next uh your next new car you'll be able to have on your list of which one you're gonna buy one that you can put your 12 year old kid in uh to ha take her to uh to uh, uh, field hockey practice or something, wait for her and then bring her home all by herself. Okay, when's that going to be? Do you think on your list? Uh, Conservatively, at least several years. Uh, there's, 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 there's always, I mean, there could be some kind of breakthrough in technology. There was a big breakthrough in machine learning a decade or so ago. Uh, there could be, you know, some new, new. Uh, AI breakthrough. I mean, I many things could happen. Uh, the, the prices could go down dramatically. Price is a big issue too. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be conservatively several years. And there are people who say decades. I don't. I have no idea. But it'll be uh, it'll be several years at least. I would not uh, be planning uh, for your next car 
uh, to be uh, a completely driverless vehicle. Yeah, I, I mean, that's sort of where I stood on this. I just think to, that for Elon to really put a vehicle like that on the market, he has to say, I'll be responsible if anything happens to your 12-year-old when yeah. this thing is taking her or bringing her back from, from right. field hockey practice. Which and, he's not and, going to do. Okay, so therefore <laughs> it won't be on the market. No. Okay. Exactly. That that means he'll never bring that on the market because until he's willing to say this is so good, this yeah. is so unlikely, it's yeah. on me. Right. Okay. Right. I've I've gone. I've looked at this. I, I you know, just it's on me. Yeah. To well, me, that, that's that what it's going to take going to put that on the, the market. News, huh? Pardon me. Today, uh, there's uh, two senators, Richard Blumenthal and yeah. Markey calling on the Federal Trade Commission to investigate whether Tesla has misled consumers by marketing full self-driving. And the California DMV has also been looking at that, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. You know, madmen have oversold cars out of Madison Avenue, you know, since Henry Ford. Okay, so, I mean. You mean you can't drive up the Great Wall? <laughs> you know, and, and you know, do, can I really take my, my, uh, my Jeep down some river bank on some whatever and through snow that's this deep and whatever and do do and all this stuff. I mean, uh, car makers have always sold a dream. So I, I, in, in this I, case, Elon's though, gone too far. Okay. Right, that's that, the problem. That, that, that's the point. And the Senate said these two senators are, are calling on the FTC to look into it. And uh, California was already doing that. Right, Russ? Oh, they say they are. Uh, they started the invest. They, they started with the color review in mid-May. Um, they uh, it's three months later. They're, it's still under review. They tell me. Um, I've asked for interviews to clarify what's going on there, what they're looking at, uh, when the thing might be complete. Uh, talk about the fact that their own regulations say that it's against their rules to sell autonomous vehicles that aren't autonomous. Um, or to claim that they're autonomous and sell them and, uh, and have that not be the case. And uh, uh, they don't want to talk about it. So um, I question, uh, and I'm, I'm happy to have somebody from the California DMV set me straight, but I question just how serious this review really is. Um, in terms of the FTC, that's a tough one because uh, the penalties, I think that there's a saw, uh, this is secondhand information. So it's, take that under advisement. But I saw that they, uh, if, if in fact they found that this was deceptive advertising, uh, Tesla uh, could be responsible for returning uh, uh, much of the $10,000 that they've charged for full self-driving back to their customers. So this would be a huge penalty for a manufacturer. And there are many people wondering, you've got this, this guy who's uh, very popular in many quarters, um, who has uh, done some amazing things, uh, started a, a, an American car company from scratch. And it seems that uh, nobody really wants to, uh, nobody in, uh, no government regulators really want to touch him. 
Yeah, and there may also be some accounting issues. You know, you're not supposed oh, to be able to count what you uh, what you take in unless you deliver <laughs> the product that you were supposed to deliver for what you took in, right? I mean, right. if you look at you know normal accounting practices, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, they're all, and it's not just full self driving. Yeah, you look at uh, the way, uh, and this gets really into the weeds, but the way they account for warranties. Um, the way they uh, add up to gross margins, there are all kinds of, um, at the very least, questionable accounting practices at that company. They're not the only company these days with questionable accounting practices. Yeah, it's, well, you know, I feel uh, that, you know, I mean, there always have been in the past. Yeah, in the sure. past, there's been some sense of government regulation, and that seems to uh, have, you know, n- not be much of a, a factor uh, in. Uh, uh, you know, secu- securities uh, uh, fraud oversight uh, anymore. Interesting. You know, it's not just here where where the uh, capabilities are being questioned. There's a piece from China Daily that's just out, headlined: "Electric car accident raises autopilot concerns." So this is not just in the in the U.S. Oh no! And, and no, these- I mean, look, and 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 you know, look, Chinese manufacturers must have this problem too. I mean, the, the people that are developing this code, they're you know, it's a small group of people, and somehow they've jumped over this. Now, maybe there there is some so, some really difficult situation here in which the 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 uh, uh, the false positives and and false negatives are so great they can't do anything about, but. But they should come up front and say, hey, we're really we're focusing our attention on this one. If we're going to do AI, we're going to solve this one because this is what everything's built off of. Right. Right. Exactly. In a related story, Aurora today released what it calls the industry's first tool for evaluating whether and when autonomous trucks and cars are safe to deploy on public roads without a safety driver. That's from a Reuters report. Uh, The tool provides a methodology and metrics for gauging progress from development to deployment. That's according to CEO Chris Ermson. Interesting story. Yeah, that's news to me. I'm definitely, uh, as soon as we get off there, I'm going to go look at that because uh, I talked to uh, Brian Seleski for a story I did earlier. He's a uh, he runs uh, Argo AI, the uh, f- uh, Ford Motor affiliated uh, robotaxi company, and uh, he he was saying there's there, the, part of the problem is there's no one safety metric that you can use to really determine the safety. It's a combination of factors that include statistics, but also include uh, following um, SAE and ISO guidelines on uh, on safety. Um, so if there is if Aurora has come up with a much simpler way to uh, evaluate this i'd be very interested in uh, learning about what it is it's really difficult and i haven't had had a chance to see what uh, what armson put out and if there's anybody who's going to put out something reputable i would i would trust that that he he can he is he's a good guy he's been in it forever or at least you know for since darpa challenge and so on he's it's a good place to come but whenever you go to do that it is there are alligators all over the place because you know if you go down the route that this has to be as safe as as for example trains okay or or whatever i mean the, the regulations there are are onerous 
Okay, and basically what happens there is is that is that um, is you, you you probably have to go out of business. I mean, you almost can't do it. And so the 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 issue to me to me the the, the fundamental issue is not is not to get really close to zero on this thing. Is 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 to have a system that is essentially or nearly as good as we are when we're paying attention because when we're paying attention we are really good mm-hmm. essentially all of us right. what gets us into trouble and what 90 percent or whatever the quote is of of crashes that have human involvement is that when we misbehave and it's our misbehavior that leads it. You know, the misbehavior of texting, the misbehavior of drinking, the misbehavior of sleeping, the misbehavior of road rage, the misbehaviors of, you know, you name them. And so, you know, the, the, to me, the hope in these systems is, is that you can eliminate the, at least most of the misbehaviors. And therefore, all you need to really do is approach what somebody good can do. If you say that these things have to be better than us when we're paying attention, I mean, yeah. man, I'm, I'm, I'd sell all the investments. I mean, right. you know, the, you know, cut it down. It's, it, it is going to be, and it's a shame because because we have ninety percent of of the of the badness out there on the road that we can we can go in and 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 do a lot about, and. I don't think it should be only about safety. And mm-hmm. that's where I'm, I guess, in a minority. If this is providing mobility and enhanced mobility to people who don't have that mobility now, there is a value to society and associated with a mobility improvement. So it shouldn't just be, yes, for us that have more mobility than we can shake a stick at, yeah, I guess the only thing you can help us with is 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 make it safer for us. Right. But for for some people, the, 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 some folks who, for whatever reason, can't drive. In other words, they're too young, they're too old, they're too poor, they're too poor, they're too poor, they're too poor. Mm-hmm. What about them? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And if we're providing some, not that we want to, you know, make them unsafe. But come on, if this thing is almost as good as we are, we don't have to be 10 times better. We don't have to be railroad standards. Right. We don't have to be, you know, assume that there's a flying concrete cow that go, is going to fly in front of us and we can't hit it. I mean, those are those are going too far. My but view. To be, and I know you've talked about this before. Yeah. I talked with uh, a Duke professor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The other day, and she agrees with you on this, that the industry needs to get together to decide the, the key issues behind the failures and how to address those failures. There needs to be transparency, um, not only within the industry, but outside the industry with the public to show that they're looking at these failures, how they're solving these so that when, yes, there are going to be crashes, even with these systems. So how do we make sure it doesn't happen again? How do we show that uh, yes, as a society, this is a net benefit. Here's what we're doing to make it as safe as possible. 
Absolutely. That's why when you go out there and test, you test with a, with, with, with a safety driver. And if there's a disengagement, then you tell everybody, look, driver was need disengagement. Hey, hey, we fixed the, this part of the code. We damn ran it 15 times again and it worked. You know, be honest with it. Tesla, tell us. You've been disregarding stationary objects in the lane ahead at speeds of whatever you said. It's not there. We're, we think it's a false positive. We're going through it. Right. Tell us you did that. Right. And now tell us you're going to fix it. Right. And then in the I meantime, think, tell, I tell think the owners, would, I would the give owners them a pass. that they should be paying attention. Well, tell the owners they should be paying attention too. But, but, but again, don't blame it on the don't blame it on the poor on the poor uh, Uber uh, woman that that was a safety driver. I mean, she's in there trying to earn a living. Okay, the damn system should have been better. Okay, well, don't put they, her in jail. Yeah, I mean, well, come on. Well, they did a lousy job with uh, hiring and training people too. Well, they they did that too, and so yeah. on. So you know, yeah. and they could have done better, and hopefully, they do better now. Now they know to do great. Well, we've learned, good. you know. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but but you know, putting her in jail. I mean, you're kidding me. Come on. Yeah. You know. <sighs> Let's fix the code. Let's do better training. Let's be upfront. Let's let's be honest about this, which gets us to another one of our things with uh, Fred. What about the too simple thing? Right. Well, that's uh, coming up in the newsletter. Grizzly Research has an item headlined uh, L4 autonomous truck driving will not be so simple for too simple holdings. Uh, well, why, you know, and then and then the tagline is why we believe the company is all smoke and mirrors. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, that's uh, Grizzly. I, I mean, you don't know who to believe because there's fake news out there and so on. And certainly Grizzly is, is on the is, is, is on the short side and so on and so forth. But my goodness, you know, um, we've, we have to have these companies to be first off, first of all, a little bit more humble, a little bit more forth, forthright, a little bit more honest. And we can't have we can't have uh, uh, Nicholas out there. We and if this is too simple, we can't have too simple out there. We can't have what was the one last week, which you know I looked at the video. They claim hey they have nobody. You know the whole thing to me looked like it was it was staged. And and you watch the steering wheel going like this, and you say to yourself, holy mackerel, if the steering wheel is going like that. What's their 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 lateral control system is like? You know, it's it's grade school or something. I, it's I, literally preschool. That's how preschool uh, <laughs> grow. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, come on, Russ. We've got to look. This this is serious business here, yeah. with serious societal implication, with serious yep. quality of life implications for many. S serious upward mobility contributions and so on for many. The, the benefits of this technology, as you've pointed out many times, for the disabled, for old people, for young people, um, for poor people, because poor, we can make it cheap. For poor okay. people, yeah. it's just just immense. And in the rush for quick bucks, we're we're the people doing that are spoiling the uh the uh the chances that we'll get to that kind of benefit as soon as possible 
we're in total alignment here, Russ. I mean, and and I guess that's that's our job to to continue to put that out there because it would be a shame. It would be a shame if some you know if if all of this just caused you know the whole thing to go south. As you know, it was a shame that we had Three Mile Island and Chernobyl because it what it did to the nuclear power industry, and then just about when we were coming out of it, we had Fukushima. Right. I mean, I, to me, I think that's enormously unfortunate. Here yeah. we have this opportunity with this technology. And, and yeah, we had the Elaine Herzberg was bad. We have these whatever lists from Tesla, which are bad. Let's learn from this. In some sense, let's be a little bit more like Waymo. I mean, I think Waymo and so on and, 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 and uh, Argo and, 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 and GM Cruise and, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. and Ermson and so on, Aurora have been, have been, and, and we'll throw Zooks in there too, have been very careful, very, you know, very careful, very grown up on this thing. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and geez, you have some of these other guys out there and you, um, man, you're going to ruin it. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a Fukushima. And but then the, we executive, wait to- the executives of these companies have already gotten rich on it. Too simple. Tesla. Yeah. Okay. So spend some of it. What are you going to do with it? How many yachts do you want? Go to Mars. Go to, okay, I want to go to Mars. <laughs> no, I mean, I've always wanted to go to Mars. I mean, that's not, what can I tell you anyway? Um, well, Russ, anyway. Russ, great reporting on this and yeah. just highlighted and, again why we love having you on with us. Yeah, thanks and, for spending yeah, the time. And thanks, yeah. and, and thanks for all that you do. And, and, and you know, and, and, you know, you got to keep everybody straight on this It's because yeah. there is value here. But come on, let's be grown yeah. up about this, huh? Yeah, yeah. it's it's good stuff. Uh, and uh, you know, even as an objective reporter, I can say I think uh, auto safety and getting transportation to people who don't have transportation uh, are, 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 you know, that's I think that's objectively a, a good thing. So uh, that's where I'm coming from. Thank you also to our sponsor, the Smart ETFs, Smart Transportation and Technology ETF. The ticker symbol for the ETF is MOTO, and more information is available at MOTOETF.com. You can find us at SmartDrivingCar.com, also on Anchor FM, Spotify, TuneIn, Apple, Google, Spreaker, wherever you turn to for podcasts, and your smart speaker can play us too. You can find my tech reports at textonation.com. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with Alan Kornhauser. Thank you for listening, watching. Please stay safe. And thank you again, Russ. Thank you. Have a great whatever rest of the week. Thank you.